Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Support the podcast over on Patreon.com backslash Farron, or visit our website at HungryForApples.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Hungry for Apples podcast. My name is Farron. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that has helped me personally a lot. And I know a lot of people that it has helped as well. It's a confidence building technique, which, you know, anytime you have a little bit more confidence, life gets a little bit easier. In, and then, of course, you feel a little bit better, maybe a little bit healthier and all that, which is always the goal, in my opinion, anyhow. Today, I want to talk to you about random talking video. So before I get started with that, I wanted to let you know that I'm coming from a space of not exactly being comfortable in front of a camera. I've spent only a couple years, a few years now, a short amount of time being slightly comfortable in front of a camera, let alone video. Um, There's a lot of history with that. I used to make fun of myself, you know, as a teenager and in college. um, I used to call myself, tell my, (laughs) I can't even get the words right. I used to make this joke that I was in the witness protection programs because I was so good at pointing out all the different cameras on the street and stuff. And I used to hide behind poles and stuff. It was a little bit weird. But I was also a photographer at the time. Not that I don't still take pictures, but at the time I was studying photography and it was part of the practice of trying to be kind of hidden in order to get pictures, you know, hidden in plain sight. So it was a little bit weird, but it definitely over time affected my personal confidence as far as the way I stood and the way I looked when I did end up in front of the camera needing a picture taken. So that's just a little bit of history. So what I would like to talk to you about is called random talking video. There's a guy on Instagram that made it up, Ryan Orico, and um, I've been doing them consistently for over a year now. And basically why I ended up here is there's a number of different reasons. After a number of years of using photography to promote myself and all the things that I did, I began to just kind of feel like something was missing. Like I couldn't really, I couldn't really share the part of me effectively that would, you know, connect with the person that was looking at it. So whether I was talking about my artwork or my photography or my yoga classes, it just felt like everything was falling short. And that's when I ended up finding random talking video. And basically this is built around Instagram because when you post a video there, there's this minute limit. And I think that that has a big part of this because a main, a main part of this minute is that you're put on in the position of getting an idea out in a short amount of time. And 
making it a random talking video alludes to the fact that it is unedited, right? So there's a certain amount of time and you're not editing it for that amount of time. And you're trying to get an idea out or share something or a story or something like that in this designated amount of time. So that's part of it. And then you're taking this video that you've made and you're putting it publicly available on Instagram. That is another part of it. So now everybody that you know that is connected to you can see this video, but also you can see it. So for me personally, I needed to see my face moving. I didn't know that until I started doing this, but I needed to see the expressions that I made when I talked and the way that I moved my hands. Even though I know I talk with my hands, I'm doing it right now. I mean, if there was a video, I'd be like a little bird in here, but it made me much more comfortable in my body to see myself doing these things, but then also keeping them public. I, I can't actually really pinpoint psychologically what that business is, like why that is so helpful, but it's definitely helpful. So the way that I got this going now, if you post one and then you take a month off and then you post another and then you take a month off, the effect is going to take a lot longer to take hold. The way that this worked for me is I had to force myself to do every day for an extended amount of time, not one week, not two weeks, two months. And it, at first you can see they're very uncomfortable. Um, after a while, I, you can see I had absolutely no idea what the heck to say. And I was just placing myself in strange locations. So, you know, there were times where I would attach my tripod to a, um, a parking meter on the street, on a busy street, or I would attach the tripod to, um, I don't know, something in the bus station or, I mean, in the muni station that you know, I was still near people, but not really near people. It's actually kind of funny. One time, um, one time I was doing that and the Muni, the P Muni security came to me and they told me that I wasn't allowed to do that, even though they took away the thing about not being allowed to take pictures in there. But I had put myself too far away from the group, um, because it was evening or I probably was more like nine thirty or 10 at night. And they didn't like the fact that I was over there. It was funny. They were shining flashlights on me. So that's just a little side story. So the action of making the videos is what I'm getting at here. Doing them in different locations was very helpful because there was an extended amount of time. I hadn't come to the point where I had a specific idea that I was trying to share because I was really just trying to do it. I would force myself to do it in the shortest amount of time possible sometimes just to make sure that I did it. So what that looked looked like would be, you know, let's say I'm at a bus stop near the park, right? There's this one, DeBose Park, right? Um, the train's coming in three minutes, right? I have three minutes to make a one minute video. So talking myself into it, getting the camera out, realizing that I don't have time to attach it to a tripod and then figuring out what the heck I'm going to say and then doing that. And you know, that whole process was more valuable than whatever the product was going through all of those steps. I really wish that I could say what the details are of why that made such an impact, but it really, really did. 
there were a couple times where I had put it on a parking meter and even in the video you can see that my I can see someone coming up behind me in the video and my eyes are going to the left you know like in the video I'm craning my eyes but still looking face front talking to you going there's someone walking by me this is really uncomfortable and just the experience of that was enough but to post it is I don't know it's just odd but it really helped me in a strange way one thing that you can do with this whole uh, process, let's call it a process, of trying to figure out how to talk yourself into pointing the video camera at you, talking for a minute, not editing yourself. I mean, I change the colors. I love to do the filter thing and all of that, but, you know, I don't edit. I don't pull out any of the weirdness of me being my human self because that I feel is the connection a lot of times and so let's let's see what else can you work on so idea development um, the time limit helps with that too honestly I need to or I wanted to use it to learn how to tell a better story and that's the part that I'm still lacking because I have a little bit of a confidence issue around choosing the story whether or not it's going to be interesting but that's the whole other ball game so um, I love the idea of spontaneity. This is interesting. So because I've been doing these videos for so long, a year now, and I've been going back and forth over this podcast, I started one. Some of you know this already. I started one and then stopped it and put it on pause for a while because I had to change around some things in my life. And then now here we're back. But what I realized is it's very hard for me to just talk to the microphone. But if I had my little phone camera there timing up a minute, 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 and me trying to fit as much information into that little amount of time, I feel like I might do a little bit better, which is so interesting to me because I believe that's probably the spontaneity of it, right? I, it's not like I would need to even post that, although a lot of the podcasts that I pay attention to do have that YouTube video element, which I really enjoy. So who knows? Um, there's a lot of buses outside. I'm sure you can hear that. Um, I have come up with a couple of strategies. So let's say you're comfortable doing this, right? And you want to use it for marketing, which is basically the whole point of why these things started to come up because you have to connect with the people that you're trying to sell something to that's the base idea right so let's say you wanted to start to do this for marketing what I would do is something that I do I have these two little strategies so far and I'll probably make up some more one of them is that I have a list of things that I want to talk about um maybe five or so and then I sit there in front of the camera I take myself to a place where I'm very comfortable I tend to go to the park um, I have a space that I like to set up in and then what I do is I, I do my minute on the first topic and then I skip to the next topic and I do another minute and then I skip to the next topic and then I do another minute sometimes I return to previous topics but most of the time what happens is the ideas start to develop and I can create more spontaneous idea videos than the list even provided for, right? 
That's one thing I really like to do. Another thing I like to do is a very short list. So three, let's say three main topics. And then I sit there and I do three or four or five even videos, one minute videos on each topic. So that way I have have time to really talk about, let's say my podcast, right? I can spend a minute talking about making the podcast. I can spend a minute talking about the difficulty of making a podcast. I can spend a minute talking about the kind of topics I want to cover and the people I would love to interview, which I haven't gotten around to yet, but I do. I want, I know you're out there. I'm going to interview you. I'll find you and so on, right? Those are the kind of things I'm getting at. If you have artwork that you're trying to sell, you can go through a, a time frame where you post the ideas behind why you make your art and then a minute on how or where or where you get your materials or why you choose your materials. See, because you have to decide this is only a minute, right? At first, it's a really long time. But once you get used to the process, it becomes very short. And then you have these nice little golden opportunities to share different things about something that's rather important to you because it's ended up on this list of things that you want to talk about, right? And the more you offer up to the people that are paying attention to you about you and your background and your humanness, the more they kind of want to be around, right? So for me now, my main goal is to contribute to gaining people that want to come to my class, contribute ideas to my online courses and to start developing a community around those kind of things. So for me to do talking videos about things related to that is very helpful. I've had people come to my classes that have said, I saw you talk on, on Instagram. I was going to say on the Instagram because I think that's funny, but I don't, um, yeah. Okay. So I've had people come to class saying, I've seen those videos you make. I think they're really cool. Um, I've had other teachers talk to me about them and all of that. So if you're interested in trying it out, I recommend you check out the hashtag actually go to Instagram check out the hashtag random talking video or just go to my my Instagram page at Farron F-A-E-R-N and you'll see them there I mean there's a bazillion of them it's most of what I post most of what I post oh man that's a good rhyme okay it's most of what I post right now because it just is. I really enjoy doing it. That's the funny thing is at first this was really, really hard. And now it's actually one of my favorite things to do. The courses that I do sell revolve around some kind of a discussion that is in this format. They're obviously not a minute. They're longer. And it took some time to be able to do that. I obviously need a little bit more practice. But that's the whole thing is the more I do it, the more comfortable I am. And then everything seems to be getting better and better and better. So now that I've talked myself around in a circle, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and even check out my YouTube or my Instagram and see if you're interested in doing any of these talking videos for yourself. 
And I hope you maybe even just got a little bit of inspiration of even if you are comfortable in front of the camera and are ready to do all of this kind of stuff, maybe there's something in what I've said today that can help you kind of create something new and exciting that's a little bit more spontaneous because, you know, people like that. Anyhow, okay. I'll stop rambling. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.